Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Bert Oliva. Bert Oliva is a human behavior and leadership expert. A renowned bilingual public speaker, author, and corporate trainer, Bert has received national recognition for delivering how-to techniques with a high-energy message, showing people how to communicate more positively and powerfully. His unique gift is to speak to an audience and communicate to the heart of each person as if they were alone together. Bert speaks regularly and conducts team building and management communication seminars for companies and organizations interested in better employee relations, sales, morale, and productivity. Welcome to the podcast, Bert. Thank you so much, Gigi. That was a lot. That's a big mouthful of what you just said. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? I am... Uh, well, uh, uh, where do I start? It was so slow. So Back 1968, <laughs> that's when I was born. No, I, I came from Cuba when I was 11 months old. And when I came to the United States, um, I, I came with my mother. My mother uh, was fleeing the Cuban regime because my father at that time was communist. And she brought me to the United States. So I came to the country. I never had a father, no grandparents, no brothers or sisters, just my mother and myself. So uh, I tell people I'm Cuban born, but I'm American made. <laughs> Amen. I love it. <laughs> now tell us more about your life principle, become an F student in life. Yeah, I mean, I truly believe that a lot of people are trying to do everything and be perfect at everything. They don't want to fail. And part of growth in life is being able to fail and learn from your failures. So one of my children all the time is just become an F student in life, right? What is that? You fail, fast forward, and eventually you figure it out. In fact, Les Brown talks about fear being false expectations of being real. Right. And, and or you can just forget everything and run. Some people do that. Most people do that. But at the end of the day, it's really about just not being afraid of fear. When we're born, we're only born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of noise. Every other fear we've acquired. Through all. So if you have a fear of being successful, some people have a fear of being in a relationship. Some people have a fear of, you know, everyone has a fear of failing, but you shouldn't have it because at the end of the day, you weren't born with those fears. And, and, all, and part of the fear comes in from not knowing. As long as you know your craft and what it is you do and what you truly are all about, chances are you'll, you'll fail less and less and less. So I tell people, become an F student in life and you'll never fail. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Very powerful message. And can you, you tell us more about your book, Don't Drink the Kool-Aid, A Guide to Live Life on Your Terms? I'm glad you mentioned it. Over here, we have a copy. But Don't Drink the Kool-Aid is, is a book that I wrote, my latest book, and it's about um, living life on your terms, pretty much. You know, we are all, I've been teaching leadership and human behavior for over 27 years now. And in the book, we've talk about and subconscious mind applicable tools that will change your life like for example on chapter one we talk about you know the the walking dead how we're so conditioned how you know we have certain rituals and certain patterns that have been created by society and and we need to become aware of those things so then we can make a conscious choice on the things we should be doing or we want to do versus what we're being told to do right and, and it goes off to different chapters we talk talk about having ADD. We talk about even the uh, forbidden topic, 
which is financial services. You know, some people don't, you know, plan for the future and you need to plan for the future. There's certain ways of doing that. And also certain ways to condition yourself to be able to have money when things go bad, like what the things we're going through now in, in our world, in our country. So the book is a powerful book. And I love it. And when we wrote that book, every one of my books that I've written, I've done it in a way that I wanted to have a long shelf life. I didn't do it for immediate gratification. So when you pick up one of my books is because there's proven techniques and uh, scientific studies that tell you how the mind works and how to create, like for example, one of the ones that we wrote years ago was networking techniques. This little book is the world's smallest book. It's about this size, a tiny little book where you would take with you at a networking event and you would go through the book and and look how to, you arrive at an event, how to connect with the person, you know, creating the event. And, and the reason I created these books is because these books have long shelf life because I'm mentor. I'm, I'm, I'm the way I speak is I want to leave a legacy. I want to be able to leave things that people can read, not now, but for the next hundred years, tools, write a hundred books in a month like a lot of people do, but they have no substance. My books have substance. And I'm not just saying that. Everyone that reads it could change my life. And that's what I'm all about, is making sure that whatever you do in life has substance. And it's not just doing it to feed your ego. Well, they get on on, on, on the, um, the self-help world or our personal growth world. A lot of people do it um, because it feeds their ego. When you get on that stage, it does one or the other. You either feed your ego or you feed your pocket. And it's more important to feed your pocket and not just because you earn the better life you can have. And the more, how can you help people if you can't pay your mortgage? How can you help people if you don't know where your next meal is coming in? So the whole thing is about making sure you help yourself first, put yourself in the position where you can truly help people. That is amazing. Now, you talk about planning for the future. How important is that now more than ever, especially during COVID-19? Well, planning for the future, tomorrow is the future. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's important. It's, it's, it was important before the pandemic. It's important after the pandemic because as soon as this is over, which it could be in a month, in three weeks, it could be five years. We don't know. But at the end, End of the day, of the future. You have to go ahead and find to invest in, in in your business. Invest in in real estate. Invest in stocks. Have uh, diversify, not just one stream of income. You know, being able to have multiple streams of income. people. All they think is about how can I close my next deal. And yes, you can have people in this business. It's a great business. I mean, when things were rolling and the doors were open and we're flying around the world doing events, I mean, people get paid like myself, you know, $15,000, $25,000 for a keynote. You do six keynotes in a year. You've had a really successful year. And if you do even more than that, but what happens when they shut down the, the, the events? Now you don't have that income anymore. So you need to think a little bit about what I'll do this in the proportion of my, my, my space, in my space, don't try to jump into another space because a lot of people do that way too soon. And, and what can I do in my space that I can create multiple streams? And then when the money comes in, make sure you separate some of the money and invest in yourself. Like I have a, in the book, we talk about um, what I call the, um, the um, uh, I talk about like, for example, 
But when, when you're a profit and you give 10% to your church or you give 10%, you need to become your own nonprofit, right? So make sure whatever money you earn, you go ahead and 10%. And you open up a separate account called a splurge account, right? So what is a splurge account? You have your business account. You may have an account with your significant other, and you may have your personal account. A splurge account is to let you know if you deserve what it is you want or if you want to travel somewhere, whatever. So what you do is you go ahead and you take that 10% and you put it in your splurge account. Let's say I want to buy a brand new computer and that computer is like $3,000, but in my splurge account, I only have $500. Can I afford it? No. You may have the money in your business account. You may have the money in your personal account, but it's not your splurge account. So that means you haven't earned it yet. So you go look at the computer, you get a taste for it, you touch it, you're like, oh, this is the one I want. You keep splurge account. When you're ready to buy that computer, you go back. Guess what happened? That computer is no longer $3,000. It's $1,500. You can actually buy two of them. And then you ask yourself the question, do I really need it? A lot of times time we buy them we really don't need. So by having a splurge account, it kind of holds you back and makes you more aware of where it is you're putting your money. So that's just one way to invest in yourself. Start becoming aware of what it is you're doing with you. You know, and, and a lot of people don't do that. They make the money, they spend the money, they, they spend more than what they make. And then they're wondering why it is they're going through a tough time. I agree. Residual income truly matters. Now, can you tell us more about your other book, 21 Days to Change Your Life? 21 Days to Change Your Life is more of a workbook, um, virtual workbook. This is what's done many years back before this whole virtual, virtual platform came to play, where you actually log in and I am your one days and it takes 21 days to change, change your habit in the first chapter of don't drink the kool-aid we talk about and, and I'm, I'm referring back to here because this is pretty much the summary of my entire um my, all my work in the book and then what happens is in the book we talk about conditioning right and i'll bring you back to the other book that you were talking about you know but it, it takes 45 seconds to change your state state of mind or state of being if you go to one of my events, I do what's called a victory dance. I put on your favorite tune. I put on music. Next thing you know, you wiggle, you dance, you shake your energy. You know, uh, motion creates emotion. So we shift the energy. You can change your state within 45 seconds. However, it takes 21 days to change or create um, uh, a habit, whether it's a positive one or a negative one. 21 days includes weeks. <laughs> Some people don't count that. You know, I'm going to go ahead and change my life Monday through Friday. No, you have to to do for cycles of 21 is your day going to is your life going to be totally changed in 21 days no but you'll be in a lot better place so in that book what we did is we broke it down as a workshop for for us to be able to help you change your mindset your patterns and your conditioning in 21 days once you do the program which is really the book once you go through the book then i recommend do it again because the next thing is it takes six months to create what's whether it's a positive or negative word you give it the power you want to give it for me an addiction doesn't have to be bad but now let's say for example you start working out and you were you're training after six months you don't go to the gym for that one day you feel pretty uh, sluggish you don't feel good and you're wondering why because subconsciously you're addicted to working out so again you do 45 seconds 21 days create the addiction 
after a few cycles of 21, you're doing it for six months now. Now your life is starting to shift. The next pattern is it takes nine years to become institutionalized. So a lot of people that work for corporate America, they've been doing it for nine years. A lot of people have been married for nine years. They're institutionalized, <laughs> which is not a bad word. But think institutionalized for that long, do you really want to disconnect from what it is that you know as a norm? It's a hard disconnect if you're trying to break it, right? Break that habit. So what do you do? You go back to the pattern and you create the pattern. Again, 45 seconds. What's that one little thing I can do every day to change my state? And I'll do it for 21 days. Six months later, it's part of an addiction. Nine years later, I'm institutionalized into having a better life, better quality of life. So you do it step by step by step. You know, a lot of self-help you know, gurus and speakers and motivational speakers will always tell you, get rid of your friends. In order to grow, you got to let go of the negative people. Let me tell you something, Gigi. If you can't do it with those people around you, what makes you think you're going to be able to do it alone? Don't waste your time on getting rid of those people. Work on you. As you shift, two things will happen. Some of those people will leave and some of those people will follow. And they'll change with you. So instead of changing your energy and focusing your energy on getting rid of them, focus your energy on building you. Because as you build you, your world. That is wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Bert. Now, can You're you welcome. talk more about your book, 10 Empowering Networking Techniques? Yeah, 10 Empowering Networking Techniques was um, one of my first books. And I did that book because I wanted to... I actually was, I was a networking king. I needed to build my business. I am out there. I know that our speakers in the world for our speaker <laughs> out there networking. And I remember I, I had a team that um, at that moment I had a company called Altius um, and it was a full service advertising agency. And my employees were like, Hey, how do you network? How do you do it so easy? And I was like, well, you know, step one, you do this step two, you do this. And they're like, oh, my God, do you have a book? And I'm like, perfect. So I created a little manual, small little with yourself to an event, and you would look at them and they were powerful tools to have put you in a certain state to become comfortable and be able to connect with people because at the end of the day, your net worth is in direct proportion of your network. You need to know people in order to have a better life. You can't build money by having no one. We're all in the people business. No people, no business. <laughs> so the whole thing was going out there and being able to launch that book to be able to do it as a business. I didn't do it to, I did it, I created the book for my employees and then after that it became a thing. Wow, that is amazing. Now how important is it for the audience that's listening, how important is it to obtain a mentor? Extremely important. Even at the level that I'm in, I have mentors. And, and never forget who your mentors are. At one time, like for example, I was mentored by Les Brown. You know him personally too. Now, not only is he my mentor, he's a personal friend of mine. Right? I was mentored by Omar Periou, who was mentored by Zig Ziglar and Tom Hopkins. He's also a personal friend of mine. No matter how personal of a friend they are to me, they'll always be my mentor. Don't ever forget where you came from because in the moment time, time, you can go right back. So that's one thing. The other thing is also mentor, find mentors. In fact, the real good mentors, number one, they're really expensive. <laughs> and number two, they're hard to find. Now 
days is coming and everyone is a mentor, everyone is a coach. One of the things I tell people is do your due diligence, do your homework, make sure that the person that's going to teach you that tool, that, that technique is living what they're teaching and they have shown results in what it is they do. Don't just do it because they have a great social media following or they know how to do a, create a great website. Do your homework. But I truly believe in mentorship. It's so important. Amen. I agree. Currently, yeah. Yeah. Currently, I have this one person who's a multi-billionaire and he doesn't want me to share his name, but he mentors me. He's been guiding me in the process. I truly believe the day you think you've learned everything is the day you've lost everything. You have to constantly be learning something or at least reinforcing something you already know. That's right. Always a student, first and foremost. The most important thing in the world. Amen. Now, what has given you the most joy and fulfillment in your life, Bert? My, fa my family. When I say my family, I'm not just talking about my immediate family. The people I meet, like you, like Nancy Matthews, like Shannon Gronich, you know, their, their, their team, their people are part of my family. I love people. You know, people is, for me, I, one of the things that I'm always told when I get off stage is like, my God, you're so real. Well, either you like me, either you love me or you love to hate me, but you're going to get to know me. <laughs> it's just, I think the enjoyment is people. I love the human connection. I love children. I love connecting with them. I just, I think that, that everyone has greatness inside of them and I help them tap into it. A lot of people will die not knowing what they were great at. They, they, they bond to whatever the latest fad was or someone's opinion of them became their reality. And it shouldn't be that way. That's right, I agree. Now, how did you choose the vocation you did? It kind of chose me. <laughs> I, was working for, I was working for a company uh, called Xerox Corporation back in the day. And they had the best sales training in the world. And they would send us up to Leesburg, Virginia, where they had the, um, I call it the compound. It was uh, the, uh, like a 20 or 30 acre compound. And you would sign up. And, and when you would get there, it was like a hotel. And you would check in. And they would give you a dorm. And then they would have classes in the morning, whether it was sales classes, community, whatever the course was. And you weren't allowed to leave when you were in training. So in the location, they also had like um, karaoke bars. They had um, restaurants. So you had no reason to leave. Now, whether it was raining or snowing, you couldn't be late for your class. But what they did is they created underground tunnels. So there was no excuse. Whether, no matter how cold it was outside, you would go from your dorm, go into the tunnels, go to the classrooms, and show up. And if you were late, uh, they wouldn't let you in. So then you would miss out the message or, or the lesson of the day or the talk. And, and it's not the same when you get it from someone else, right? It gets a little lost in translation. But that's where I got my hands on getting to know who Les Brown was. Zig Ziglar. Jim Jimone. Tony was but but I was like, man, I want to do this. One day, I'm going to be one of the best speakers in the world. And then I remember listening to Les where he says, the how is none of your business. Because <laughs> usually you'll say, I want to do this. I'm going to be the greatest. I'm going to be the finest. There was none before me, no be, be none after me. Like Evil Knievel said. But at the end, after that, that, after that motivation goes, you sit there and you're like, how am I going to do this? Well, 
that was not a long story short. That's what turned me on to this world. And then I started applying a lot of the tools and I started seeing massive transformations in my life. And I said, I, I need to share this. And I started sharing it with the people around me, my family. And of course, you know, you know what they say, you're crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. That's awesome. So in my seminars, we talk about crazy people succeed, right? If you've never been called crazy, you're not dreaming big enough. If your idea is not, you're not pushing hard enough. So when they told me you're crazy, I would do the Superman pose. I was like, yeah, you're crazy. That's right. So it came about and it started happening. And then I opened up an, um, I opened up a advertising agency called Altius. Altius came from the name, uh, my last year at Xerox, they were the main sponsor of the Olympics. And the Olympic has used the models Altius, Fortius, Sidious, higher, stronger for over thousands of years. So I decided I wanted, I wanted the name Altius for higher, higher success, higher achievements. So I opened up an ad agency and in that ad agency, I would go and do uh, branding and, and, and conceptual development for certain companies, major companies like uh, Sony, HBO, um, ASN, all these big companies. And my meetings would last like two or three hours. It was because they, they love presentation. They'll say, this is awesome, Bert. Hold on. Let me bring in the marketing team. Oh my God, wait a minute. The CEO has to watch this. So my wife is like, we need to be getting paid for this. <laughs> we're getting paid for the brand that we're selling or the, the concept, but we're not getting paid for all these hours. So I started doing events, long story short, a transition and um you know we we shut down the uh, company and we started doing events all over the world they started local events and then you know, um, it expanded around the world and then i opened up three companies one company i have is bert oliva which is my keynote speaking all over the world the other company is boa studio boa is b one with another studio production and we do uh, video productions for authors entertainment corporate companies and that's our, that's where the advertising branch is we ended up just doing video production and the third company is motivational missions where my wife said once you get to a certain level of success it's our obligation to give back so we decided to open up a nonprofit organization where we go around the world speaking to children, our youth, on, on the importance of believe, believe yourself. It doesn't matter what creed, what gender, what race. What matters is where it is you're going in the world and the difference you're going to make in the world. And uh, long story short, we funded the company for the first five years, everything, all the travels, all the tours. Uh, the past two years, we got donors, people got involved, and in Belize alone, we've done over 50,000 children. We've done Jamaica, we've done Haiti, we've done um, uh, Trinidad, we've done Bermuda, we've been all over the place. So basically, all my three companies revolve with the, within the same niche, which is uh, per, uh, personal growth, seminars, and basically that's it. Wow, that is very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that, Bert. You're now, welcome. Was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? I experience an aha moment pretty much every day. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, aha, I'm still awake. <laughs> when I see my children, aha, no, no, seriously, we, we, we don't, we take life for granted. You know, yes, there's those major aha moments that open and say, you know, the, those moments, I get it. And yes, I've had 
a lot of them children and, and not having the right equipment and then having those children that are in gangs and they think their life is not as important because they don't live in the United States. That's their belief system. That's an aha moment. But also just enjoying the things that we do have, you know, not being sick currently, you know, waking up every morning with an opportunity to adjust or evolve my, my place in life. You know, that's, that's an aha moment. I, I think it's overrated. You know, we should have moments every single day and, and you probably do, but we don't take enough time or a step or a moment to ourselves to really analyze what great things we have. Like this to me is an aha moment, you know, being, being with you and having this opportunity because it might be that one person in your group that needed to hear this, not been able to connect with because I'm Bert Oliva, world famous speaker. Yes, but they've never heard of me virtual platform you have access to billions of people around the world so this is a this is another aha moment be able to technology to do this you know so i hope that's that was the answer you're looking for but that's the only thing i can tell you and it's not fluff it's real you know i'm grateful every day when i'm able to actually even speak because i've lost my voice at certain events and i'm like oh god please help me give me some honey or something so i can speak you know just being able to speak, being able to share your message. That's, that to me is an aha moment. Thank you for keeping it real, Bert. <laughs> uh, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? You're saying, what is it? You're giving me an option or you're telling me together as one? No, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, yeah. With uh, purpose, you know, what is it you really, you really want to do now? What's someone? What is your purpose? What's in your heart? The longest 18 inches in the human body is the one from your head to your heart. You connect those 18 inches and you're living life on, in purpose. You know what it is you want to do. What makes you excited to wake up every morning? Is it to go to your nine to five job? Is it to turn, turn on your phone and look at what the latest news is? What, what is your drive? What's your driving force? My purpose is to my children had a better lifestyle than I had growing up, which wasn't bad. It was an experience, but it wasn't bad. I enjoy every moment of it, even though it wasn't all great. You know, uh, one of my good friends wrote a book from the hood to doing good. And that's basically where I came from, from the hood to doing good. So I just didn't want them to go through it. I wanted them to have better opportunities. So that was one of my purposes. So whatever your purpose is, it's your purpose ahead and look at another influencer or someone that you may be following and, and say, you know what? I like their purpose. I'm going to make that purpose my own. It doesn't work. Find your purpose. You have greatness inside of you. Tap, tap it. Don't doubt it a bit. Life has probably been hard for you. Maybe right now is really hard, but don't give up. You can always give in. You can always give out, but don't ever give up. You know, so I truly believe everyone just needs to start shifting their mind and, and connecting with themselves, not with social media, not with an influencer. Yes, it's good to look, look up and say, you know, I want to one day be like that person. I want to do this and see what the things, the traits and things that you like from that person. But don't become that person because you're missing out on this beautiful person that you are. That's right. Thank you for sharing that very powerful message and story as well and your advice and your tips. And where can the audience find you, Bert? 
Um, you have to do is look up right here. Let's tell you go. Bert, B-E-R, uh, Oliva, O-L-I-V-A. You can Google me. I've been doing this for over 27 years. I'm not hard to find on any preferred social media. Your preferred social media, just go ahead and type in Bert Oliva or, or just reach out to me. My preferred social media currently is Instagram. So if you reach, reach out to Instagram, there's a chance you're going to be talking to me and not my team. I mean, I do get a lot of uh, messages. However, I, I'm on there at least once a day, minimum once a day for at least five, 10 minutes. And I go through my feed. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, just reach out to me. Let's connect. Let's get to know each other. And I'm always doing um, like events. I do a free webinar on how to improve your social media online. And those you can find out just by direct message me and connecting me on social media. It's not that difficult anymore. That's right. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Bert at Bert hey, Before you go, let me, can I do one more thing? Yes, you can. Before you go, we're about to close. <laughs> let me tell you something. Every, every opportunity you get, take it. Don't let it get to your head because you may be at the top of your world today, but you may not be on top of your world tomorrow. When Gigi reached out to me, I'm like, I'm in, I'm all in. And if you're going to do something, go all in. If, if you found something interesting in this message that you think other people should, should hear, then share it. If it wasn't this, then share that one. It's all about sharing. At the end of the day, it's in the Bible. You reap what you sow. Share, share the information. A lot of negative news going out there. Be the source of positive information like Gigi is doing. This is what's needed today. And again, like I've always said, you have greatness inside of you. Don't ever give up on yourself. Do not allow other people's opinion become your reality. Tap into your greatness. Lead, you know, connect with me, and I will help you do that. My name is Bert Oliva, Cuban-born, born, American-made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. I just wanted to say that. I close all my talks with that, Gigi. So uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really mean it. Uh, it's awesome uh, to be a part of, of your podcast. You're welcome. And thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. We're truly honored. Thank you so much. Day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.